Warning, what you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. It's time to stop giving a fuck about offending every retarded cocksucker and little bitch pussy. For every asshole twat and chode, the cunts of America will continue to make jokes with the freedom bestowed upon us by the First Amendment. We will no longer be afraid to piss off the woke bastards. In the words of the great Joan Rivers, just lighten the fuck up. These are just jokes, you assholes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Get Cancelled with Cheryl Scott. I don't know if you've noticed out there in the world, but things are getting fucking expansive. So, yeah, we're going to talk about things today costing so much money. I don't know how anyone who has a family lives. You buy three things, if $50. You put the kids to work real fast. That's farm yeah, right. life. That was back in the day when you had children for free labor. My friend's a baker and she went some, she quoted someone for a cake. She's like milk and eggs and like flour came to $35 for a cake, like wow. a two layered cake. She was charging the woman a hundred bucks or something for a two layer cake. She's like, that's too expensive. I can't pay for that. And it's like, well, I mean, I still have to charge you for labor and delivery and mm -hmm. like all the things that cost money. <laughs> it's crazy. Milk, eggs. And flour, $35. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't be throwing a party. Yeah, with a two-layered cake. <laughs> yeah, just do the one layer if that's all you can afford. Yeah. But this is no good. I feel like there's going to be ramifications to this that we're not even aware of. People aren't going to be able to eat. Do you think all the fast food prices are going to go up also, like McDonald's and shit? Because well, that's they already what, have. Yeah, they have? even Starbucks yeah. has gone up. Oh, really? Yeah, my normal meal used to be like $12 or something, like the meal and the coffee in the morning, the latte. Now it's like 15 something oh wow yeah it went yeah. up a lot i don't do it anymore because i don't have to go to work <laughs> i did it once and i was like oh that's expensive so you're in a downward spiral not working working food from going up. home <laughs> working from home now i will say with covid a lot of people are working from home and also deciding they don't want to work at all but that's yeah. another thing that i don't quite understand so i do know that there's a lot of people who don't feel like working because they got a taste of staying home, yes. working from home, say your business or your boss or whatever, they want you to come back into the office. There is an aversion to that for some people because they've gotten very comfortable working from home and seeing what that can be like. Well, I have a buddy that works from home three days a week, commutes two days a week, and now the office wants them back full time. Yeah, but then they don't want to. No. Yeah. Why, so why then what happens? You but, either. Don't I mean, you've got work. Sports Center on. You've got laundry going. Mm -hmm, you've got yeah. all these things. It, but the productivity. These companies know you ain't getting shit done. I'm way like, more productive at home. But you could be the minority. Fair enough. But some people have a lot of distractions at home. That's true. I don't have kids, well, in most so. workplaces, like twenty five percent of the people pull seventy five yeah. percent of the work. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that working from home has been a disservice because now that we need people back in the workforce, they don't want to go. So it's become this domino effect, right? There was the whole labor chain dilemma. People not working, people not being able to go into work because of COVID. And then things are not getting produced. We have the high demand, but there's not a lot of stuff. So then what happens? The price goes up for those things. 
I don't necessarily agree with you that it was bad across the board. I think it depends on the industry. It was the best thing that ever happened to mine. To your industry. Yeah, with like work-life balance. It like actually improved people's mental health and all kinds of stuff. We were just talking about this last night with a couple coworkers. It's like it actually improved productivity. You have a harder time not doing work. But before it was like an hour drive into work, you're there for 10, 11 hours a day, hour drive home. And like all these people are like, I get to have dinner with my kids. I can stop for an hour, have dinner with my kids and then just keep working. I wonder though, so you stop, you have dinner with your kids, then you have to go back to work. So now the work day is shifting. It doesn't end at six o'clock or whenever it is. It's paused and then resumed. And then however many hours that you're working in the evening. But a lot of people prefer the trade-off because you get to spend it with your family or home so like I'd rather work an extra hour and be able to go to dinner with a friend who gets off at five Mm -hmm. and then I'll just work till eight instead of seven do many people do that I'll tell you I'm self-employed and I get a lot less done at home yeah when I get up get dressed go to work Mm -hmm. because I don't have a tv I don't have a couch I don't have all these distractions you're physically in a separate place I just wonder our company is asking employees to go back to work because of the reduction in productivity and oversight of individuals like yeah. I, I think that's what think it's it dragging depends. down to. Yeah, and, I think it depends, and I think it depends on the industry too. As long as you get your work done in our industry, it doesn't matter when you do it, right? You know, but if you're like, an assembly tech, or yeah, that's different. Yeah, putting your hands on product and getting it out the door, then it's different. You know. I will say, um, I have a, I have someone I know, and there was someone in her office that was hired during COVID, used to working from home. Now they, like you were saying, they want these people to come back into the office. I and feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. They're they like, do. I, they I'm don't home want now. to. You I don't know, want to come in. You can't get me back. Like, yeah. I, there's a virus. It, yeah, it, yeah. It's a great excuse. It's a great excuse. There's monkeypox. <laughs> but it's interesting because she was like, I don't want to come in. And they were only asking her to come in two to three times a week. It wasn't even like a full time situation. And she still didn't want to do it. And I have another friend who has a cousin, if you can follow follow this this cousin is a lawyer and got used to working from home Mm. now the law office was like okay things are settling down it's time to come back into the office and he was like no thank you i'm gonna find a different job where i can continue to work from home yeah this is the the younger what is this generation generation what it's the younger ones. Is it Z? It's these 20 Z- to 30 Z- year olds. Z- I think it's Q- Generation M- Z. O-P. Hot mess is what I like they're, to call them. They're all, they have a chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. about like getting paid and not wanting to work overtime, even though they have salary jobs and you don't get a choice. It's like you, you do the work. Yeah. I was literally listening to these two girls while I was kayaking. These two girls are like, I'm not going to work for $17 an hour and expect me to work overtime and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, so don't take the job, take a different job. But like, mm-hmm. you do have to work your way up when you're 20 they have this weird chip on their shoulder and they come in at the top and Mm -hmm. get paid what they want and be done with it and it's like what yeah it's insane i don't know if this is true or not this could be hashtag fake news but we have more jobs available than people who are in the workforce so even though there is unemployment that's true that people aren't really wanting to go into work because they don't want to do that type of work whatever that type of work looks like I, don't I think know. I think Americans are just lazy. Yeah. Especially the not to be racist, the the white people. They don't want to do shit. Yes. Like they're, they, really they're just entitled yeah. and Those this is fuckers. All, like this is just <laughs> <laughs> This is 
beneath me and yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. I can get a check somehow from the government and you can't make me come into work. Yeah. I, t- I talk about this a lot. For everything that exists to help someone, there's at least 10 people there to exploit that same thing. So totally. I understand this idea of wanting to help people who are in need, but because there are so many people who are willing to take advantage of that, what do we do? What do we do to have a little bit more balance and make sure that help is going where it needs to be going? To people who want to help themselves, right? You teach a man to fish as opposed to give a man a fish. You know that expression? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's so true. Yeah. I mean, I think the more handouts you have in society and the direction for where we're going, people are just going to hold their hand out more. Why would I go to work if you're just going to send me another Mm -hmm. stimulus check? I literally know people who were still working and stopped paying rent because they didn't have to. Yeah. I was like, aren't you working? Yeah, but I don't have to pay rent and they're not going to ask for it. So I'm not doing it. So you're totally fucking over your landlord just because. Just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? That's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Especially, I was just reading an article about this. The small landlords who have a house that they rent out that they spend all their life savings on, like, this house that's a rental property because they wanted income. And then these people during the pandemic are like, I'm just not going to pay rent. And you can't kick me out. Most entrepreneurs in real estate know not to own rental properties yeah. in, in blue states and blue cities because yeah. you're just... It's so slanted towards mm-hmm. the the renter. The renter, yeah. yeah. It is unfortunate that so many people decided to take advantage and don't have the shame. And I think about what makes someone that way? What makes somebody willing and almost excited about gaining the system? Entitlement. I have a friend from the uh, inner cities. What they do, they see their neighbor and they say, oh, if she's having all these kids and getting all this money, that's an extra check each head. And then like, I'm going to hold my hand out as well. Like, why is she going to get ahead of me? Well, you're talking about um, welfare. And essentially, if you have children, the more children that you have, you get more handouts. However, if you go and get a job and you make more than X amount of money, you lose your welfare. So sometimes that that enables people to keep the welfare and not really work to get ahead, to get more money, to get better, because then I lose my government aid and people don't want that. Right. All the time. People do that all, all the time. All the time. Didn't Clinton get rid of welfare and then someone brought it back? I'm, I'm going to go to the uh, restroom. Okay. okay, sorry. Yeah. You're fine. And he's back. <laughs> so yeah, welfare. People taking advantage of welfare and thinking... Yeah, I need to have these children so that I can get government aid. And then, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I was saying Bill Clinton, he got rid of welfare. I'm 90% sure that's a thing. I don't know. I do not know. I'm not sure who brought it back, but I feel like it does a disservice more than it helps. Welfare? Yeah. Well, I think you were asking, like, what motivates people to take advantage of the situation. So I was just saying, what they do, they see their neighbor getting all this help from the government. And And if if she's doing it, then I'm going to do it. Free money. People don't realize nothing is free. Did you hear about that guy that, God, what was the act called where he was trying to give everybody rent money? It's like everybody gets $1,000 towards rent, no matter what, no matter what you do. And then the people that actually work and make a lot more and end up paying more and get more. And it was so that it would try to help solve the homeless situation. Okay, that's not going to solve the homeless situation at all. Why not? Then you have money to actually- Where is the first because, thousand coming okay. from? Well, that's, I didn't. I don't know the actual details we were talking about. It's something, well, it's taxes. It wanted to raise- Taxes no. to do all these things no. that, like, no, 
Because here's the thing. The people who are homeless, there's so much more going on than they don't have a home. So there are other, hold on. So there are other things that need to be addressed. But also this idea that we'll tax the rich. Yes. However, the rich have a fucking- They're taxing everyone, not just the rich. Well, that's the problem. Even if they say just tax the rich, tax the rich. The rich have a team of people dealing with their taxes and their finances to find those many loopholes so that they really don't have to pay as much. So we're saying tax the businesses. That's not going to help us unless we change some of those laws around what business taxes look like. Well, here's the thing. The tax and inflation that the Senate just passed for Biden. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this, but I I heard. I don't know much about it either, other than it was the $4 trillion bill he tried to pass Add another trillion on. Well, I guess it's been trimmed down. It's a sixth of that. (laughs) Several hundred. Just like like a minor trillion. You're right. Several hundreds of billions. But basically, they're going to allow the corporations to be taxed. So where they got their loopholes, they would all be subject to the 15% minimum tax Mm -hmm. for corporations that a lot of them avoid. Now, how does that affect the middle and working class? Well, if a business is taxed, they're going to pass that along. They're just going to raise the price of the products and services that Mm -hmm. the smaller and and middle class are going to buy. So what are you actually solving? You're just passing the buck along. Mm -hmm. You're increasing inflation, yet you call it an inflation law or anti-inflation law, however. Whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Because now for those businesses to pay what they need to pay, they now have to raise what their consumption cost is. Yeah. And so then it trickles down to- Very simple. Mm-hmm. It trickles down to those who are coming in to buy some pajamas or whatever the fuck. Well, as a corporation, you have to post profits so yeah. in order to, to increase your bottom line, to make your shareholders happy. You mm-hmm. have to raise prices to keep the same margin. It's just, it's a death spiral almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a side note, I was thinking about actors and how much fucking money they make. And it's like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And there's so much money that we are giving to people who already have so much money. I don't know exactly know where I'm going with it, but it's just like, it's a lot of money that we have to come up with to give the top 1%, so to speak. So where is all of this money even coming from? Actors don't get paid by taxes. That's not what I'm I'm saying at all. I'm very confused because I'm like... I said side note, side note. Uh, (laughs) I'm just talking about when somebody makes a lot of money, we got to come up with this large sum of money to pay that person. I don't think we have to come up with it. Well, not we. The studio does. Whoever it is. That's a business risk. Because everything has gone up and people who have in the past made a lot of money are now making even more money, someone still has to come up with that money to pay that person. Mm -hmm. But it's capitalism. It's supply and demand. If Mm -hmm. you don't want to see that movie, that's your problem. You don't have to pay the money to go and see it. it's just like Juan Soto turned down 440 million dollars to play at the Nationals who baseball player ah that's on him like mm-hmm. that's but if that's what we're paying these athletes to go and pay that's the business of the sports organization that mm-hmm. is paying them that's their problem to or raise to the ticket prices mm-hmm. and to see if the public wants to actually pay that they're not forcing you to go and buy that ticket now yeah if that's you don't true. if you don't want to go to the baseball game that your dad used to take you to and it was six dollars to get in well that's your problem don't pay it no one's holding a gun to your head yeah. is, is what i'm saying it's, it's like yeah we're yeah. paying these these actors this much and x amount but it's just a business. It's supply and demand. If, if you don't want to see LeBron make that much money, don't watch him on TV. Don't I still go just don't games. understand how they even come up with that much money. Ticket prices and sponsorships from corporations and commercials and movie trailers and you name it. 
and those are other businesses paying to advertise and that's how they pay the athletes or the you know head of the fucking corporation and chicken it per comes pound from goes up so it's inflation yeah mm-hmm. there you go <laughs> inflation. And, and by the way your your statement of the homeless I've always felt like, I don't know, well, my first job was in fast food, and I saw some idiots that I worked with, like, but I'm not talking about idiots, like, they weren't smart, or they Mm -hmm. couldn't apply themselves, it's just, like, the ones that turn to the managers on shift and say, fuck you, motherfucker, like, you can't tell me to flip this burger, I flip this burger when I want to flip this burger. That's another fascinating human, like, what? To my point, to end up on the street, to have burnt every bridge that you've ever had in your life, every relationship, I just feel like there's 80 people I could call it. I yeah. said, Cheryl, I need a place to stay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm down on my luck. I really fucked up or whatever. It's just like some of them are just my way or the highway. And I agree. I think that the fact, sorry. I, you just don't just quick. end up on concrete. Yes. You don't false. just end up there. And I have a story to prove it. Okay. You ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. So this poor old couple that lived next door to me in the back unit, it was an illegal unit. So they city shut it down and they're 80. So they don't have anyone. They didn't have any kids. Where were you? Motherfucker, I don't know them. I heard this from my other neighbor. And we found this out because my other neighbor was walking down the street and saw them under the bridge and was like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, well, we don't have a job because we're 80 Mm -hmm. and we're on Social Security and we can't afford anything. And my sister won't let us come live with her for some weird reason. She's also 80. You know, maybe she can or whatever. They have nowhere to go. And they don't have any money to pay to go somewhere. And they can't get jobs because they're both, like, disabled. So it's like... It doesn't even matter. They're 80. What? Yeah, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Well, there are places that will take them well, in. Well, they're staying at, like, a church, but you can only stay once every other night. So every other night they have to find somewhere else to stay. Like, I'm more so speaking to the majority of them that yeah, don't yeah. make it to 80 that are yeah, yeah, yeah. our age that are fully able to... That should have friends Show to, up yeah. at an hour, work Yeah, I will say that story that you shared is probably the minority of people who end up homeless on the street yeah. you know because I, I do think that someone they lose their money whatever it is they're down on hard times there's a couch you could crash on there should be most likely you know, you know or there's shelters and whatever i think what we're really seeing are the mentally ill and drug addicts yeah that's you know that's majority of the homeless so i just feel like if we're calling them homeless to give them a home doesn't help the situation. It I does, saw some- though, because it does provide protection and safety. And it, a lot of those homes have requirements of, like, you can't do drugs or you can't stay here. Okay, that's but where they that's just leave. the problem. Yeah, so, but there should, obviously, there should be some sort of program to help them. Yeah, here's the thing. In, in our country, yeah. we don't really help the mentally ill. There isn't really a situation in place or laws or whatever. If anything, the laws protect those who are mentally ill, saying that they have the right to refuse medication and they have the right to live their lives as they want to live their lives so giving them a home or a place to stay doesn't solve the root of the problem it's wasted money a little while back there were these tiny homes that were these million dollar tiny homes that were being built for the homeless yeah they're still there Mm-hmm. They're still there. And they're full. I, right. And I feel like they would probably be full of people who would be in the situation of those 80-year-olds that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. People who want the help and are willing to help themselves. Mm-hmm. But if you're not wanting to help yourself and you are not of sound mind, that's the thing is when you're on fucking drugs and you are a schizophrenic person, for example, you're not of sound mind. You're not making decisions that are going to be beneficial for you in the long run. You don't think about that. 
There needs to be some sort of shift in how we're viewing the problem. And I saw that they wanted to, for hotels that had rooms that were open after two o'clock, if you hadn't booked a room, they wanted to give those rooms to people who were homeless. What are your thoughts on that? Like the Cecil when they like, were doing that? Anywhere. What's their deposit? The Cecil, the fucking ghost hotel. If it was my hotel, I would say hell no. Because what is it going to do for your other patrons, right? The other patrons, are they putting a security deposit down? What's going to be the state of that room? There's nothing in it for me but the negative. Yeah. Or maybe a tax write-off. the, or... the books go. Yeah. It, okay, so, maybe so a tax write-off, so, yeah. No, but my next statement was going to be, okay, who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay for what? Tax write-off. The room? The room. Yeah. No, that's two, the write-off. No one pays for it because it's an empty room. What are you writing off? Who's going to... Where's that... It's What's coming from the from the government, right? Yeah. So whether it's so a we're paying for it, yeah, so everybody, yeah. 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 So there that's is another thing too. Now that I'm an older person, <laughs> I'm older now, and I pay taxes, and I'm like, <laughs> that's how are. she phrased it. Maybe hmm. more mature, more mature. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, where is this money going, and do I want it to go to that specific thing? And do I think this is something that aligns with what I feel will be beneficial or helpful? Do you vote? Maybe we should. Of uh, course, I vote. Maybe we should have a homeless person on. <laughs> you gonna go find one off the street? I mean, it would be very easy to find <laughs> one. <off the> street. <laughs> I tell you, if I was out there and I was in those elements and had to do that every day, I'd be high as fuck as well. Like, I don't blame them. But here's here's the thing. Is it the chicken or the egg? Were you high as fuck and that's how you ended up there? Or or are you there and became high as fuck? Yeah. Uh, Both, probably. There's probably a mixture of both. Both, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, well, I mean, we're all in different states of our lives. So we know how to climb out of certain holes that we've been put in. I think a lot of them don't know how to. But I wouldn't expect someone to pull me out of that hole. Yeah, you yeah. do it for yourself. Especially if I'm shooting up every day. It's like, just just leave me be. Let me yeah. Leave me alone. A lot of them are like that. Just yeah. Like, I don't want to come to your facility. I don't want to. They don't. And just, and that's the thing is. This is, is our life. Leave finding, me alone. I'm finding a life. way to incentivize. Or also for having family members being able to take matters into their own hands. A lot of times like they can't. force them to rehab. Yeah. Because, like they I mean, did with Brittany. <laughs> this is what you want. Ah, uh, Brittany. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. New episodes dropping every Wednesday.